you podcasters let me start by saying we have somebody very very important and wonderful to my heart and to my spirit baby that is going to be leading this bible study today her name is Haley. i can't i'm so happy to introduce y'all i was just telling her my soul has missed her my soul and you know you stay part of your your father's kingdom and y'all are connected through your father when your soul misses their soul my soul has missed her soul so i just want to welcome you Haley, back baby welcome back baby and you go ahead and you do the thing baby boo do the thing mm. I'm okay so what i'm talking about is god's planning and the big thing is what we want versus what God wants. Amen. Um, God is not in a hurry. We are, though. We find ourselves being in a hurry constantly with our lives and everything like that. And God gives us with the seasons of the life because there's so much to learn within those seasons. And our purpose on this earth is to uplift and glorify His name. God gives us all these experiences so we can better help others through the same experiences and share wisdom mm-hmm. and the peace in our season. So, we also commonly hear, like, people say, the grass is always greener on the other side. But, mm-hmm. it's not really true. Like, we always hear that and we're like, yeah, the grass is always greener on the other side and everything like that. But, we see people in our lives who are doing so well and striving in their relationship with God or even non-believers getting, who are getting all the things they want in life. Amen. And we just like, why does it come so easy to them and not for me? And I feel like it's so important that we can sit there and be happy for them, mm-hmm. but it's so important for us to not dwell on it and be jealous of them because our time hasn't come yet. And the grass isn't green on the other side. It's green where you water it. Amen. So, like, if you are sitting there dwelling and being jealous and thinking, why haven't my time come yet? Why haven't I received all this greatness that God has to bring to my life? And that's just only going to make your grass more dry, huh? Like, you got to get up and water your grass with living water. Get into your word. Speak to God. Your grass is going to be the nice grass on the block if you do so, and I promise you that. Thanks. <laughs> Blessings are a byproduct of having faith in him. And, like, just sitting there and realizing that your time will come, he has promised that for you. He is going to prepare you for that. That's what seasons are. If it's not your time, then it's not your time. You have to wait. And, like, I'm going to read a verse from 1 Corinthians 12. Oh, wait, am I on the right page? No, I'm not. <laughs> Why you turn to what I want to say is, girl, you don't know how wonderful it is that you're talking about that. Because for me, I have been having to adapt to God's timing. And I know that sounds crazy because of the fact that you like adapt. Like people are like, how do you, why do you need to, because it's hard to not get, we literally live in a society where you have options. Yeah. Like if you just go on DoorDash and it's just like, 
Oh, you know, let me, let me, I want some, I want some, I want a burger. Do I want McDonald's burger? Do I want a Fud Rutgers burger? You know what I'm saying? You have all these options. God's not like that. He gives you a yes or a no, and you have to deal with his timing. Yeah. And I have been Sorry, sorry, sorry. Keep going. Oh, I'm sorry. And I just like literally been living in a, in a, in a time period where, time period is funny happening. We're talking about time. A time period okay. where it's just like, I have to wait. He told me something is, he told me something is mine or he has placed something in my life. It hasn't placed it in my life yet, but told me, you gotta wait. Just wait. Yeah. There's no other options. Don't go for anything else. You, you, this isn't Burger King, have it your way. You have to wait. And it's just like, oh my goodness, you know, it's hard, but it's it's worth it in the long run. Yeah. Like, I feel like we live in a society where we see all these people, I guess, what, girl bossing, if you want to say it, <laughs> um, where they try to create all their own things in a certain amount of time, and if you don't have this by this time, then you're a failure and everything like that, and it's just not the truth. Like, we all know Instagram's fake. We all know social media's fake. Like, but yeah, we still stress about it and act like, oh, we're not good enough to everybody else. Amen. But why does it matter if we're not good enough to everybody else? We should glorify him. Amen. And like, if our life is glorifying him, then that's all we need to worry about. That's, you know what? So, <laughs> Girl, you spitting facts. Go ahead, drop the bombs on us. Drop the bombs. <laughs> so, it's First Corinthians 12, 12. For the body is one of many parts. All mm. of the parts of that body, though many, are one body. So is Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free. And we were all given one spirit to drink. Indeed, the body is not one, but part of many. Amen. The foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body. It is not for that reason any less part of the body. And if the ears should say, because I'm not, I, I do not belong to the body, it is not for that reason any less part of the body. For the whole body, for an eye, where it should be hearing where it should I can't talk, sorry. You're okay, if baby. The whole body were an eye. Where would the hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But mm -hmm. as it is, God has arranged each one of the parts in the body just as he wanted. And if they were all the same, where would the body be? Mm -hmm. As there are many parts but one body, that I cannot say to the hand, I do not need you. Or again, the head cannot say to the feet, I do not need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body are weaker and indispensable. And those parts of the body that we consider less honorable, we close with these greater honor, and our unrespectable parts are treated with greater respect, which our respectable parts do not need. Instead, God has put together put together giving greater honor to the less honorable so that there would be no division in the body but that the less 
place, but the, the members would have the same concern for each other. So that if one member suffers, all of the members suffer with it. If one member member is honored, all of the members rejoice with it. So, what I get from that is that God has given us all gifts and all differences that make us a big part of his plan. And each and every one of us has a purpose. No matter, like, who you are in life, if you are a homeless person, if you are a millionaire, you have a purpose, and you deserve to be on this earth and live in the of glory. Amen. And if any single part of your body is made differently, or if you lost the body part, or a whole, or a part of your nervous system, which struggles to find balance in one way or another, you are valued and you are you have a purpose like just because somebody might say that you are invaluable doesn't mean that you are invaluable like you have a purpose they don't have any room to talk you have just as much reason to be here as they do amen amen you know what i'm sorry can i say this i have to add this because i feel like I kind of had a conversation with somebody earlier today. One thing about being so, a social butterfly, baby, <laughs> I'm talking to, talk to everybody all the time about God. So um, I was talking to this um, a lady today, and she was pretty down. She, actually, she's a customer of mine. She was pretty down, and she's like, "Man, I'm just, I'm just not feeling like I, I'm supposed to be here." You know, I'm just like. What you mean? You know, so what do you mean? You feel like you're not supposed to be here. And she's a Christian too. So every time she would come in, I would be like, I'm blessed. She would be like, I'm blessed too. Maybe, you know, like she recognizes God. And she yeah. just goes, Yeah, I'm just feeling like I'm not supposed to be here today. I'm like, Man, you know, that's an attack. The enemy attacks God's children, and that's an attack. For him to bring somebody down like that, that is a child of God who who walks around day by day singing his praises, but all of a sudden they they feel like they're not supposed to be here, like their life has no importance. You're important. You're you matter. The number the hairs on your head are numbered. You matter to God. So it's just like, oh man, when you said that, it's, it's like perfect timing for you to say this, sis. Like, I was reading this, when I was writing this damn last night, so I had everything together, I was reading that, I was like, I wish I would have seen this, like, when I was super depressed, this would have helped so much, because, like, it just tells you, it doesn't matter what part you are, you have a purpose, it doesn't matter how minuscule you think you are, you have a purpose, Amen. and if you are somebody is going to fight to balance themselves back out. You matter to people and you matter to God. Like, like, yeah, it's just, it blows my mind. I just love that. And it's so good. It's, it's wonderful. And you know what? It even, it's crazy. It's going to sound crazy. But what does he say? God reigns on the just and the unjust. So guess what that means? That means even the people who don't believe him, even the people who don't sing his praises, they matter too. They matter to him. Yeah. So it's not a single person on this earth that doesn't matter to God. That's the God we serve. 
exactly. It, like, it, okay. Oh. No, keep going. Oh, no, I, I was about to say, girl. So this, what you saying today, it hits. It hits like no other. Hey, Deanna. Hey, girl. Hey. Sorry, I'm late. Oh, good. Girl, you good. She been going in, though. She been going in. She been talking about how um God's timing, how we all matter to God. Mm -mm -mm. Um, okay, so the next part I'm going to be talking about, is, or the next verse I'm actually going to read is Philippians 4 11. Okay. Um, or, yeah, part of that, actually. Okay. So it says, I don't say this out of need, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstance I find myself in. I know how to make do with little and I know how to make do with a lot. In any circumstance, in any and all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being content. Whether well fed or hungry, whether in abundance or in need, I am able to do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. So we I feel like I personally have struggled with this, but learning to be content with what we're given. Because mm. God has the greater picture. Like same thing with what I was saying earlier about how if your time hasn't come yet, you have to learn to be content. And you have to learn that the season you're in, you need to take a step back and just look at your presence and what you're being given, what you learn from that, you know? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. what he's doing is preparing you for your future, preparing you for marriage or preparing you for, like, the next steps in your life, you know? Yeah. And... He has the greater picture, and we just have to trust that. And we know that no matter what our circumstances are, he is never changing. Amen. So our future is still set in stone that we're going to be in a beautiful future. And we just have to trust that. And I feel like another thing that also connects with that is, well, at least, I used to feel this way not so much anymore, thankfully, but uh, it can be hard to celebrate others when they have stuff we want. Mm -hmm. And the thing that really helped me was to remember that the devil likes to root jealousy and anxiety and anger into us to just to turn away from God and make us feel abandoned by him. Mm -hmm. And like, in reality, God puts us in seasons because there's so much to learn and so many valuable things that we can take from them. God is meant to guide us to our season of prosperity, like period. That's what he's doing for us. And seasons are meant to shape us for a future and we should be grateful and embrace them no matter how difficult they become because he strengthens us. We don't find strength through materialistic things. We don't find strength through things we want. We don't find strength through, like, anything but him, you know? Amen. Amen. So. Okay. If, do you guys want to say anything about that real fast before I just put it in? Go ahead. I do, baby. I do. Because for me personally, I can testify I'm not 
I'm not ashamed to admit that I have been jealous before. I've been very jealous. I will look at other, especially being a follower of God and of Christ. Like sometimes I, I would get in a state. I don't know, even know if it's being high and mighty. It might where I'm just, I am high and mighty. And I'm like, at the, at those moments, I would be high and mighty and be like, oh man, like, how am I doing everything right by God? Knowing dang well, I'm not, I'm not the perfect Christian, but I'm just, and I, but I thought I was, you know, I would think I'm this good person who's deserving of everything good and things aren't going my way. And then I look at somebody else's life and I'm just like, how are they what more well off than me? You know what I'm saying? Like, how's this yeah. person? They don't even believe in God. And yet their pockets is fat. This person doesn't believe in God, but they got that dream job or, you know what I'm saying? That dream home. And how is it this person makes, like, I, I would feel like, you know, have you ever watched that show Wife Swap? And it would be like the husbands, they, they rubber band makers, but they was making millions of dollars and had these, this wonderful home. And I'm like, how are they making rubber bands and I'm over here slaving? You know what I'm saying? Like, I would like look at somebody's life like that, and that's not what God has for you, He has for you. You know, yeah. and what He has for somebody else, He has for somebody else. Their life is not your own, and your life is not theirs. And another thing is, is if you claim to believe in God, this is like how I how he came to me and taught me this. You claim to believe in God, Brittany. You claim to trust me, to love me, to believe in me, to follow my laws and statutes. And yet you don't believe I'm going to take care of you? Yeah. So that right there, I can honestly testify to that. It took me a long time for me to get out of that. That you deserve this, you deserve that. And why is this happening to you type of deal? The Lord reigns on the just and the unjust. He literally just said it. Yeah. Like, I just feel like, I don't know. I just struggled with that a long time ago. Like, I'm, I felt like I was such a good person. And mm -hmm. I wasn't super on fire for God. Like, I believed in God at that time, but... I wasn't reading my Bible every day or like doing Bible studies and stuff like that. Yeah. And I just felt I was a good person. And some of these people, like in high school, it was mostly in high school where I was like, how are these people getting all these things or like being so successful and everything like that? And I tried so hard. And it was just like, that's not meant for you, honey. Amen. Like, that's pretty much what God was saying to me. Like, that's not meant for you. Like, and you need to accept that, that you have a different purpose. Yeah. And just like the body parts analogy, you know, like our feet walk on the ground. Amen. Our hands grab things. They don't serve the same purpose, but they're equally as important. Mm -hmm. And just, just like wanting something else and not being able to get it. And I don't know. It's just it's definitely a hard thing to step back and look at and realize that God is going to provide you with something better than you want in the first place. That's He's going to provide you with what you need, not necessarily what you want. 
That's true. And another thing that I would say too is this just hit me like a ton of bricks. Not just that, but to not be okay with what you have is to not be okay with the blessings that the Lord has already showered upon you. You're not grateful. I'm not just saying, you know, I'm not saying you, but I'm just saying like in general, like I, I'll speak for myself. If I am not okay, I'm jealous of other people. To be jealous of other people is to not be satisfied in the Lord. You looking around at other people and he has showered you and your family with protection. He has answered every single prayer of yours that was needed. What more could you want? Yeah. So that is, that just hit me like a ton of bricks when you said that. I'm like, man. Another thing that kind of reminds me of that is like um, the concept of like forgive, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like a lot of times when we repent, or at least for me sometimes, I still hold that guilt. And I saw this TikTok recently where it was like, is my, like it was God talking to the person, like, is my forgiveness for you not enough? Amen. Like, you have to accept that we are forgiven. We don't need to hold that guilt. He has lifted us of that. Yeah. Like, it's crazy how little things we just have to know that He has it under control and we have to be grateful for it and everything like that. Yeah. But, yeah. And you know what else? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, girl. No, the stuff you're bringing up is so many points to it. I like can't deny it. Um, gosh, I just lost that point. I guess it was time for me to shut up. Go ahead, sis. Run with it. <laughs> okay. Well, that's kind of leads into my other part, but like, it's like important to have a good community as sisters in Christ because mm-hmm. when one of us is struggling, we can lift each other up, and we don't have to feel like we have like we have nothing left to give and. We can use each other for motivation to bring us closer to God when we feel super distant. And I feel like our group has done a pretty good job of that. And I just love that. <laughs> Amen. Like, I tell y'all all the time, I'm very grateful for y'all because it's been times where I can't, like, I'm just like, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling running to my Bible. And just, I'll be like, I, I, I'm not feeling running, reading my Bible. And then I'll just be like, oh, I need to text the group, you know what I'm saying? See how everybody else is. I text y'all, I'll be like, how y'all doing? And then somebody else will turn around and be like, how you really doing? You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, dang, I'm about to cry. It's, it's, it's like, the Lord was not lying when he said, you have sisters and brothers. Whoever does the will of my father is my brother's brother, sister, mother, father. He was not lying. Because y'all follow the ways of the Lord, I can trust you. Which makes you my sisters. Which makes you my brothers. And it's just like, I can run to my sisters. Honestly, 
I can run to y'all more than I can my earthly family. Because I know that the like the, the advice that Deanna, oh my goodness. Is she still on? Let me see. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Deanna is like, I, she gives me so much knowledge. Like yesterday, baby, Deanna was dropping bombs. Like, I, I, it's just the knowledge that y'all give me. I'm able to learn from y'all too. And I don't get that from earthly people. I go to people and it's like, I, I, I'm talking to them. And it's most of the time it's like, I'm teaching them. I don't, it's like, I don't, I don't have somebody else to teach me. And I yearn for that. I, I feel like I need that. And I talk to God about it. He delivers me y'all. He gives me y'all. Every day y'all teaching me. Every day y'all uplifting me. And I'm, I'm grateful for it. So I agree with that statement. She's wholeheartedly. Yeah, um, you know, it's really interesting, too, because I feel like I do learn a lot from you guys. And you guys also, like, give me different perspectives, mm -hmm. perspectives on things. So, and yeah, like, for people around me here, it's like, yeah, like, they're not really interested in the same things as me. So it is really cool, the group, you know. Yeah. And um, I just wanted to touch on something real quick from before. Please. I feel like, yeah, like, growing up, I feel like, you know, of course... We didn't really have, like, I guess how all the things other people had or whatever. But, like, I was just always, like, appreciative of whatever. Like, I was always grateful for whatever. So, also, like, when I grew up, like, I learned, like, even things like, oh, I thought someone... I'm not going to say that they had it better. But, like, even if God would bless me with certain things, I'd be like, oh, okay. Like, it wasn't even, like what I thought it would be. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I just learned just to kind of be grateful for what I have, even the situations I'm in. Cause I'm like, those other situations, like I don't, I wouldn't want to trade my life. Like, honestly, mm -hmm. like I kind of learned certain things the hard way to be honest, but yeah, like gratitude is very important. And I feel like God really does bless us more. Like when we are grateful. That's, I agree. that's facts. I agree with that too, because there's some things like for me, I agree with you, Dana, Deanna. And I think that, we had a conversation about that before where it's just like you you told me oh i've you know I, I the reason i say stuff to people is because i've been through it and i can agree with that and i didn't at first i was like i didn't you know i didn't i wouldn't have known that until you told me but just talking to people and talking to talking to you personally and it's just like, oh, I can relate to her. And to talk to somebody I can relate to, oh, stop being a, a punk. Stop crying, really. <laughs> like, talking to somebody I can relate to, it's just like, it helps your spirit. It helps yeah. you be able to push forward. And I agree with that. Looking at people and being like, man, you know, I wish I had that. Then you turn around and you get in and it's like, oh, this ain't all peaches and cherries. Cause this right here, it ain't good for me. You know what I'm saying? You, some people, we do have to learn the hard way. And when we learn, it hurt. It put a dent in us. So I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, we learned. <laughs> no, but it's true. Um, yeah. I feel like, like um, what Haley was saying, like, yeah, like, we're given you know what god gives us it's like it is for us mm -hmm. and everything happens for a reason and 
we're in different points in our lives at different times for a reason. I was going to say a bunch of other stuff before, sorry. Kind of like, anyway, yeah. Oh, please, no sense. Tell us. <laughs> nah, I was going to say it earlier, and now, like, I'm thinking about other things too, so I'm just. <laughs> No, I'm grateful to hear you speak, honestly. I it's it's rare to run into people with wisdom and to have you, Haley, man, to have Haley back. Oh my goodness, I was crying earlier about that. Y'all, when I be talking to y'all, I'll be crying. I don't cry. I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I used to call myself a little thug or whatever. Like you couldn't make me cry for nothing, but when it comes to y'all, I'll be crying. And <laughs> I was just like, I was talking to her Haley earlier, and I was just like, oh, to have that, have you back, to have my wisdom back, because I call y'all, I call y'all wisdom. Y'all are wisdom, not just wisdom here on earth. It don't matter if you twenty eight, twenty one, twenty two. I don't care what you is. If you got, if you have wisdom and knowledge in the Lord, to me, you have wisdom. So. To have my wisdoms, Mm-mm-mm. you can't tell me nothing, baby. <laughs> it's so loud over here in the streets. I'm like random siren, Michael. But anyway, you know what? No, I'm gonna be honest with you. I can't, I look so much so forward to that. I, I I came up in Chicago. Like I'm, I was born in Gary, Indiana, but you know it's literally across the street. Chicago is right there. So coming from that area, like it's that city life. I actually miss it. Believe it or not. And you just look outside and you see the buildings. It's so busy. You know, you have this the grocery store right there. So I can't wait to see New York. And to just, ooh, I can't wait to try the foods, baby. <laughs> but to just, you know, I'm, y'all know I'm greedy. But <laughs> um, to just, like, be in that city life again, I just, I really am excited for that. So, ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> Oh, I'm crying. I'll be crying. <laughs> nah, it really is an experience. And I'm just saying this, like, especially, like, I drove, it was, like, what was that? Sometime last year. I drove from New York to Florida, whatever, we went back. Mm-hmm. And I was just so happy to be back in New York. Like, I, <laughs> I do appreciate the city life. I'm not going to lie. Oh, well, sis, I'm glad. I can't wait for you to tell me the spots. I can't wait to see you. Ooh, ooh, ooh God is good. I don't know. You got it. Oh, but Haley, Haley, what else you got for us? This? Uh, I don't have like a little teeny tiny bit left, but you guys can add to it. Of course, I don't care. But the last thing is like change is scary. But the Lord is always there and never changing. And then I was going to tell you guys about the experience that I just had recently about with my husband. Um, and I don't know if Deanna knows, but like my husband like grew up in the Mormon church and everything like that. He really struggled with like what you would call like church hurt and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And he always prayed and just never felt anything. And I was, like, encouraging him to, like, he was really stressed out because it was when he just had a job interview for the transfer to move to Texas, and 
Um, I was like, just pray about it. Like, I promise you, just pray about it. It will help. I mm-hmm. promise you. And he's never prayed in front of me or anything like that. I've never seen him pray unless it was like his parents forcing him to pray. And he went out to go get us food because I was helping him, like, write notes, note yeah. cards in case they asked questions and everything like that. Because it was an over the phone interview. And he came home and he was like, oh, I don't think you need to do that anymore. And I was like, okay, why? And then he just started sobbing, mm-hmm. like crying. And I was like, what is wrong? And he was like, I prayed while I was out. And like, I just felt like immediate relief. And I was like, by heart, I was like in shock because I don't know. I just never thought I would hear anything like that. Like my immediate reaction, I thought I would cry. I cried mm-hmm. like after, of course, but I was just like in shock. I was like, am I praying right now? <laughs> and it just showed me, like, if you lay your worries mm-hmm. at God's feet, He is going to, like, lift all that heavy weight you're carrying. And, like, oh, you know what, though? Trusting and trusting that, that it was right for him mm-hmm. and everything like that. He ended up getting that exact job that he interviewed for mm-hmm. and, like, it's just crazy to me that it was just like the first time that he felt something from God and I was like, oh my heart. It just made me so happy and it just made me realize like no matter how many times you drift away or you feel unmotivated, he always welcomes you back. Ready with like loving arms and ready to help you fight your wars and ready to give you rest and ready to give you strength. And uh, yeah, that's like all I have. But like I had to share that because I was like, yeah. You know what? When you said that, I was, that's like, you talking, today you're talking about God's timing. Excuse me, that was a good belch. <laughs> but you're talking about God's timing today. And you say your husband, um, he, you said Mormon, right? Yeah, he used to be. He used to be a Mormon. God's timing is so good, so much so on point. And God just be God in so much, doing him, doing God so much that his timing, he said, with his time, he's going to wait. Wait until he ready to come to him. Yeah. And that's the God we serve where he, he'll sit in the, he'll wait. He'll wait for you to come to him to be ready for him. And he's not going to rush you. He's not going to push you. He's not going to shove you. He's not going to beat you upside the head. I mean, he can. Don't get me wrong. It's been some times where he's did it to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, it's like, he'll wait for you. So when you said that, it's just like, man, it's, it's perfect with what you was talking about today. Timing, timing, yeah. timing. Hmm. Like, that just reminded me, I don't know if I said it last time I was, but, like, people are like, I can't feel him, I can't hear him, and everything like that, and I'm like, baby, he doesn't have to, he doesn't need to yell at you, mm-hmm. he's right next to you, like, all you have to do is sit there, and mm-hmm. listen, and watch, and you will see him and hear him, in everything you do, and it's like, I'm gonna start crying, y'all. Stop, okay. Girl, do it. Do it, girl. I've been crying the whole time. Let's be ugly crybabies together. When you, like, step back and realize how 
is a part of every single little thing. And the more mm-hmm. you start to break back, the more you'll see him. And it's mm-hmm. just like the little thing for me, like that gets me. And I'll see random things. I'm like, oh my God, and he is so great. And it just makes my heart all warm. Mm-hmm. And even now, like, I, I'll be reading my Bible or something like that. And my husband will, like, oh, what are you reading? Like, he asked now, ever since that experience, like, he's not full on reading the Bible every day and everything like that. I feel like he still struggles, but as he's growing and everything like that, I'm just happy that he's more willing to connect with God. Oh, amen. That's so beautiful. Like, I re- I love that. And yeah, I'm like, praise God over here. Like, <laughs> that's really beautiful. Thank you. It is, and it's amazing because of the fact that oh, we was just talking about God being God, Him guiding, guiding, God guiding. He guiding so much that He gonna sit up there and wait, wait for Him to come to Him, right? And then when He waited for Him to come to Him, He answered Him to the point to where now He takes interest in Him, taking interest in Him and what in His wife, using you. You representing God in your marriage, Haley. I know. It makes me want to cry. Girl, not want to cry. Don't hear the ugly cry. Ugly cry. <laughs> to be a vessel. And a lot, so many people. Oh, I be talking about this all the time. And I know people be like, shut up, Brittany. But to uh, be a slave of God. People, I don't want to be no slave. Slave in Aramaic literally means an instrument of life. A vessel for the Holy Spirit. I, you are a slave for God in your marriage. You are his vessel. Your husband is has now taken interest in God through you. How is he killed? Oh my god. How does that not and, and not just you, but I, I look at Hannah. Hannah, she was on here yesterday. I know she's busy today, but for her husband to take interest in God through her. That's what a woman of God is. A true woman of God is a representation and the embodiment of him. It makes a man take interest. That's what a woman, that's what a woman is. Let's, let's look at our, look at it on the on the earthly side. You know what I'm saying? We we about to get a little bum scurly ashes. When a man look at a woman, he take an interest in a woman, right? He, he takes interest in her, and when he takes interest of her, in her, he tries to do things to appease her. So he starts to look, to to gravitate to things that that please her. Your husband has gravitate gravitated to God because he he takes he his liking to you. His liking to you, you represent God so much. That's what I'm talking about. Like, that's like, ooh, they gave me chills. You representing God, baby? Keep doing it. Keep doing it. You're doing a thing. Mm-mm. I love that. Like, I feel like when I started being like super on fire again for God, and when I first joined the art group chat and everything like that, um, I was like struggling with feeling lonely and everything like that, if you remember, but yeah. I wanted to 
changed some of the personality traits I guess I had. I thought I had, which was like being super spicy, I guess you could say. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. But I really like just wanted to strive to be like over 31 woman, you know? And like, the more that I do that, it's just like, I feel like I see so much change in him too from me just trying to be a godly woman better and everything like that. And it really does change. Like, it's just crazy to see the transformation. And I'm just like happy that I could bring him closer to God. And I just make me like, Ugh, I don't know how to explain it, but it makes my heart real happy. Sis, it makes my heart happy for you. And you know what? I be talking about that movie and people be like, oh. I, I know I told Abigail about it like 200 times. I don't know if that girl done watch it yet. I'm going to need her to watch the doggone movie. But it's this movie that's called War Room. And this woman, she's been trying to change her husband for a minute. It's like, it's a, a true, like, it's a it's a gospel movie. And she been, she's the woman who plays in is actually a real life pastor. Her name's Priscilla Sheer, Sherrard, I don't know how to say her. Um, but she's a true woman of God. Oh, I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this in in God's hand. I would love to have her on the podcast one day, God. I would love to have her on the podcast one day. I put it in your hands. But she is a woman of God. Well, at first she wasn't, you know, really in, you know, chasing God like that. But her, her the her relationship between her and her husband is kind of rocky. <clears throat> and she runs into this old lady and this old lady, you know, she thinks she probably kind of weird, you know, she weird, she a little weirdo, but that that's what God looks like on people who believe in him. He look like weirdos. And she was like, um, told, told her the business. She was like, oh, my, you know, me and my husband, we're kind of rocky or whatever. She starts spending more time with the older lady and she starts to realize she has wisdom. And the old lady tells her, she says, you're doing it wrong. You need to go in your house and you need to cast out spirits. You need to pray. You need to you need to get them out of your house. Get those spirits out of your house. And then she tells her, not just that. But don't even say nothing to your husband. Don't tell him what he needs to do. Don't tell him how he needs to act. Represent it. Whenever you come home, just come home and go in your Bible. Don't even say nothing to him. Embody Christ. All you have to do is represent Jesus. Chase him. If you chase Jesus, he will chase after you. He will chase Jesus because he sees you. And that movie was so real, man. I would call that the realest. How the young and say, that was 100. That was the most 100 movie I had ever seen. And it was just like, oh my goodness. And it's not just husbands, it's all relationships. You do that with your children. Your children literally learn, look at you and learn. That's how toddlers learn. So if you're representing God, I, I do it with my nephew. I just be like, he comes in my room and you know, he he picks up my Bible and stuff. And I'd be like, Nene, don't throw the Bible. He, he, he throwing books. I say, don't throw the Bible. You throw whatever book you want to throw, but don't throw the Bible. 
And then I'll turn around. I'm like, you know what? He probably don't respond to that. So let me show him what he needs to do. This is how you cherish the Bible. I'll pick up my Bible and I'll kiss it. He'll look at me and then he'll take the Bible from me and he'll kiss it. You know what I'm saying? He'll start rubbing it and pet like it's one of the like it's an animal or something. He he pets it and loves it and cherish. And that's how you're supposed to represent God through your actions. So that right there says that's facts. Wait, what was the movie called? Yeah, I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> it's called War Room. I'm, I'm gonna send it to the group so y'all can watch it. It's probably like, it's probably gonna say it's like three bucks, but I'm telling you, it's so worth it. It's very good. And that woman, she's a pastor. And let me tell you, I truly personally don't believe that after, with my walk with God, that maybe women shouldn't be pastors. Um, but that's just coming from me reading the word and stuff like that. But, you know, yeah. the way she teaches is you can't deny the woman's anointed. You can't deny it. She is anointed by God. She has a gift. But I, man, the movie is so freaking good. Most definitely watch it. I highly encourage y'all must watch. Yeah, uh, it's a good movie. You seen it, Deanna? Yeah, I saw it when I was little, too. Yeah. I, I mean, I've seen a bunch of times, but that movie's crazy, and I'm going to tell you, it's going to probably get you really upset, especially in the beginning. It's going to be like, yeah, anyway. When he was talking about her feet, baby, I was so oh, mad. Not even just that. That's a movie, yo. There's so much parts in that movie. It's gonna be so tiny. <laughs> but anyway, I, it's a good movie. You know, you gotta watch it. Keep shooting to the end. <laughs> yes, it's a very good movie. Wait, but it was the feet part for me, baby. That feet part when he was talking about her feet, he said something about her feet smelling like horns. I was like, how you gonna tell your woman that? You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe. Go ahead and tell her, hey, run up some bath water or something. I'm just sitting up there, turning your nose up at your wife. You know she's been working all day. You mean. <laughs> oh, man. Movie is so good, though. So good. That kind of reminds me, like, uh, uh, the part about, like, the husband not believing and everything like that. Uh, the Beast for Christ. I'm sure you guys have always seen that. It's like a super popular Christian movie, but the end part of that. I made my husband watch it because it was so, so good. I was like, just watch it. Like, just watch it with me. Like, just because, like, I want you to. And I was, we were both sobbing on the couches like babe. Okay, what's this called? What's it called? It's called The Case for Christ. The Case for Christ? Yeah, it's like a super old movie. All right, I'm going to have to watch this. You know, Abigail had me watch this one movie. My bad. Go ahead, sis. Go ahead. Um, hold on. I'll send it in the group chat so you guys can see which one it is because there's like multiple ones that have that name. But, um, it's like based on a true story, too. Oh my gosh, this is a must watch then. This is a must watch. I need to, you know, I need more Christian movies because I done started watching everything. I'm starting to run low now, baby. I need some more Christian yeah. movies. But it, Abigail had me watch this one movie, right? I don't know. I'm. I have to find it on uh, Amazon. I think we watched it on my Amazon when we was in California. It was called um, she, the karma something the some some sort of city. 
but miracle the something miracle and it's just basically about this dude who uh can't he he was he was very good at it but in this one case because god was involved god was involved he was good at making bombs excuse my french but i don't know if that's okay to say on a podcast but you're gonna say um he was good at making bombs and he would he made bombs. In this case, he wanted to make a bomb to blow up a school. And he created the bomb, but certain he was all he was never messed up on making one. But in this case, he messed up because he tried to go after God's people, God's children. And stuff started, strange stuff started happening. And you know, certain stuff that kids, people Things that people couldn't see. Other people couldn't see. But the kids could see. Certain people would tell them to do certain stuff. Like move a vase. Move this vase. So to come to find out. The kids moved the vase. And if they didn't want to move the vase. Like something told them not to. Then the shards would have blew up. And shot kids in the neck and in the head. And stuff. Like terrible stuff would have happened. Or told the girl one of the girls to open the window you know what i'm saying not to sneak out but just to open the window man like it was it was so good the movie was so good and i literally cried and i not want to tell abigail i, we, I turned off the lights so she couldn't see me crying <laughs> it was so good so y'all i'm gonna find that movie and y'all gotta watch it gosh dude tears but I don't know. We, we done ran it up. We, I think we have 50 minutes already. Let me go ahead and shut up. Hey, you got anything else for us, sister? Because today you delivered. You delivered. She came back hard. She came back hard already. I don't have anything else to do, but I'm so happy to be back. I miss you all. <laughs> I miss you so much. Oh, and not just that. miss Deanna, too, because Deanna just came back, too. Man, it's my, I got my babies back. <sighs> I don't know how much it means to me, but <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so happy to see y'all. And I just want to close it off with a prayer. And actually, Deanna, I'm going to message you, sis, because I'm going to ask you, when do you want to deliver? And I'm planning the schedule for next month. Haley, you still got that. If you want to deliver again, sis, please run it up, girl. Run it up. Uh, Deanna, if you want more than one day to deliver, you can do that too. I would love to hear y'all deliver a message. Okay, okay. Ah, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God is good. God is good. Whew, God is good. Um, let me go ahead and close this out in a prayer. And I just want to do before we do, I want to thank you, Haley, for God's timing. Because this was perfect timing for you to deliver God's timing. Um it was much needed. It was much, 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 much needed. Mm, let me stop crying. All right, Lord, let you, before we go in with this prayer, I want to thank you for today. Let your words be my words and let your thoughts be my thoughts. Do not let them fall vain and do not let them fall void. Guide us today. <laughs> Father, I humbly come before your throne in a prostrate position, asking that you incline and hear the call of your servant. I want to thank you for the return of your, uh, my sisters. 
the return of your army, your soldiers that we march to your kingdom, the soldiers that march to your kingdom with, with the proudness and boldness of God. I've asked that you cover their homes, that you protect their children, that you anoint their homes with the Lamb's blood so that the enemy knows that it is the dwelling place for Jesus and he cannot dwell there. I cast out anything that rises up against the name of God for you have no standing and you have no you have no right where God dwells. For we have taken refuge in God, in God alone. I ask that you protect our minds, bodies, hearts, souls, and spirits, but above all, our minds. For our minds, we hold wisdom, and wisdom is the beginning of righteousness, and righteousness is the beginning of knowing God. And that is what we seek. That is what we wish to know, to know you, Father. There is no God like you. There is no king like you. I pray over this nation, this nation of perverseness. The perverse nation. I pray over the over Babylon, Father. That you clean house. Clean it. Cast out Jezebel. For you have said that you would lay her on the bed of her own lies. Her and her disciples. Clean house, Father. Not just house of Babylon, but clean house of us. Come into our hearts and turn the tables just like you did in the temple. Turn the tables, Father. Straighten up what needs to be straightened up in us to prepare us for your coming. Keep our lampstands lit, for the hour is approaching quickly. Father, I pray that you prepare us for your coming so that we may be ready for your return. In the name above names we pray. Amen. I love y'all. And if y'all heard a bunch of stuff in the background. Amen. Thank you. Amen, God. Thank you, God. Amen. Y'all, I know y'all heard a bunch of stuff in the background. My sister was yelling at the dog to shut up. We got, I don't know if y'all know we have no dog, but we got some crazy stuff going on. We got to have the uh, family gathering. So I thank y'all for today, and I love y'all. And I can't wait to see y'all next week because we're going back into the book of John. So get ready, y'all. Get ready. <sighs> I can't wait to contact y'all about y'all new schedule. Let's go. Okay, I love y'all. Let me shut up. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.